Hey there, welcome to the Wild Menopause Podcast. I'm your host, Diane Shepard, Certified Holistic Sexuality Coach, and I'm here to support you in reclaiming your pleasure, embodying your sensuality, so that you can really, truly rock your third chapter like a queen. I offer a mind, body, spirit, and trauma-informed perspective on Taoist and Tantric practices that will help you cultivate the life force power of your sexual energy so that it fuels you. You see, your sexual energy is not just about sex. This is the fountain of everything, your vitality, your creativity, your joy, and it's even connected to you living your purpose. I truly believe this is the holy grail, the deeper well that we've all been searching for. Hey, beautiful. Welcome back to the show. I am so happy to be back. I took last week off. I was hit with this virus that I didn't feel that bad, but it just attacked my voice, my throat and my lungs. Not COVID, but I had laryngitis where I couldn't speak. Literally couldn't speak for a couple of days, which was interesting. I I have not had that experience in many years. Um, so humbling. And I didn't realize I had so much to say, not just in my work, but in my private life as well. So it was like pretty wild to just, um, the universe wants me to kind of pull back and not say so much for a couple of days. That's what I did. Took a week off. And now I'm just feeling super inspired to be back and really grateful that you're here with me. So welcome. So in today's show, I want to go into this concept of becoming multi-orgasmic at midlife. So I'm going to break that down. What do I mean when I say multi-orgasmic? What the heck is that? You might be wondering. And I want to go into like, why should we care? Why should we care, especially at midlife? Why do we even care about being multi-orgasmic? And um, I want to give you some tips on how to get there if you're interested, because uh, yeah, hopefully after listening, you will be. (laughs) So what do I mean when I say multi-orgasmic? Well, to really explain that, we have to expand our our definition of orgasm. And you may have heard me say this before, but in um, the Western world anyway, most places in the world, I think the um, when we say orgasm, we think of climax, right? It's um, kind of a point A to point B, a building of tension or pressure, and then a release or an expelling of energy. Like, um, you know, it's a release. And it could be really fun and a great stress buster, no doubt. And yet, it is such a tiny piece of the puzzle. Tiny piece of the puzzle isn't the right word. It's a tiny drop in the ocean is a better way to say it. The way I like to look at climax, and again, there's nothing wrong with climax, but it's like a wave, right? It builds, 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 builds and crashes. And again, that can be really delightful and fun. Um, But what I'm talking about here, when I say multi-orgasmic energy, multi-orgasmic woman, we're talking about tapping into the ocean of sexual energy that is your birthright, that is available to you if you choose it, right? This is where that wave comes from. Deeper well stuff. And here's the thing, every woman is multi-orgasmic from, from my perspective. And um, we are just, for many valid reasons, cut off, blocked, don't have access to this ocean of orgasmic sexual 
energy, which is so much more than just sex, about sex. It's like sexual energy. In the Taoist tradition, they call it Jing, J-I-N-G. This is sexual life force energy that's seen to be the foundation of everything from that tradition. And one of the reasons I love the Taoist perspective on this so much is that they really embrace our sexuality, right, as a generator of energy, as a source of rejuvenation to support our whole system, our, you know, all the systems in our body, but also to support all the the love that we put into the world, all the creative projects that we, you know, get involved in, but also the fuel for our spiritual path as well. So there's a lot here, like I heard me say this before, but multi-orgasmic cultivation, um, and one of the ways we do that is the jade egg practice, of course, which I'll talk about later. Um, It's a yoga, it's a yoga practice, right? There's no quick fix. This is a, a lifestyle. This is a realignment with feminine principle, right? This is sacred feminine stuff, at least from the female perspective I'm talking about. So yeah, multi-orgasmic, every woman is multi-orgasmic. And if you're not connected to this energy, um, most women are not, I would say, gosh, I don't even know the number, but most women aren't. So not your fault, right? That's number one, not your fault. And uh, many valid reasons why, um, let's just start with 5,000 years of patriarch- patriarchy, like dominating cultures that were very violent against sexuality in general, specifically female sexuality and sensuality, because it starts with our sensuality, which I'll, I'll get to a little bit later too. But um, cutting us off from our sensuality and our pleasure cuts us off from what I'm talking about here, this multi-orgasmic life force energy that is really meant to fuel you and have you live your best life. I mean, I I can't even be more clear about that, but I really believe that's true. And no wonder, and cultures who want to control people, they would cut, cut you off from that, right? So that makes sense. But now it's time we take it back. So um, (laughs) that's what I mean when I say multi-orgasmic it's um, something that's your birthright, and it's just this this sexual energy that, <clears throat> again, excuse me, you um, have access to. There just is some healing work, most likely for everybody I know, that needs to be done in order for us to access the flow of it, right? And um, Yeah. And of course, stress, our stressful lifestyles shut this down for sure. Too much sitting and all those things shuts shuts it down. This is so connected to our libido, our desire, our passion, which is so much more than just about a desire to have sex, right? It's really our passion for life, our hunger for life. All of that, that gets shut down. We're cut off from this font of amazing beautiful energy that is rightfully yours. So why should we care? So that's part of why we should care. (laughs) I hope that inspired you. Um, Yeah, because it's everything. And it really is um, 
a source of rejuvenation when you start to really cultivate this energy and learn how to um, direct it in your body. It becomes an incredible source of rejuvenation. In fact, when I was sick last week, um, I was able to tap into that as a, a self-healing tool, right? It didn't keep me from getting this virus. I think I just worked myself too hard and, you know, did a lot of travel and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I got myself into that state where I didn't have a virus, but I was able to use my sexual energy to really self-soothe. And I really think it accelerated my healing and um, made the whole thing a lot less um, painful, <laughs> let's say. But just... um and this isn't like even um, a jade egg practice, just about connecting with the energy, allowing it to flow, directing it to different parts of my body that were hurting. And um, it's an incredible thing to be able to do. And it's it's totally within the realm of, of every woman's grasp, right? So, and midlife is, I think, the perfect time to be cultivating. Of course, ideally, we'd, we'd start when we were uh, entering puberty in my perfect world. But midlife is a fabulous time to start to get serious about multi-orgasmic cultivation and things like the jade egg practice. Because for a bunch of reasons, um, this is about, let's see, how do I say this? Like going into menopause, perimenopause, you start to feel the stirrings of this and menopause. And more and more women, by the way, are going through menopause earlier, like around age 40, like I did actually. It's interesting. The more women are, are, are entering earlier from what I'm told. And this is like a rite of passage. You've heard me say this. I like to call it the passion portal. Um, and what happens there, right? When the estrogen levels start to drop, the veil starts to drop of all the maybe um, strategies we've had to apply to survive in the patriarchy. All of that stuff just kind of goes away. You don't care anymore about that shit, right? <laughs> so all of a sudden, your real desire, your real hunger, your real passion starts to stir up. And a lot of the times that comes up as anger or rage. And one of my teachers, you've probably heard me say this before, she said, rage is passion without a place to play. And that's so true, right? So I really feel that's the wild feminine part of us rising up, you know, the veil has dropped. She's like, wait a minute. I have desire. I have passion. I am an erotic creature <laughs> and I really want to experience, you know, all of life. And that has everything to do with um, being multi-orgasmic, you know? So I feel like those emotional storms that come up, at midlife, make it a perfect time to dive into practices like this, right? All that raw emotion is gold. It's fuel to um, to work with because we want to, again, work with it on an energetic level, work with it on the level of sensation of the body. And that's when this energy really becomes liberated and available for you um, to become orgasmic energy, sexual energy, because a lot of that just is just stuck energy. When we have anger stuck, in our sexual organs that can create disease and stagnation, all kinds of things. But when we start to work with it, move it, you know, with, with different practices, it actually becomes an incredible source of, again, rejuvenation and creativity, inspiration, so many things. So that's one reason. Another reason I think midlife is such a great time to be um, curious and diving into multi-orgasmic cultivation is that when we stop bleeding, we stop our, our menstruation, 
um, we have a lot more energy to work with in a sense, even though you might feel tired and tanked right now. I get that, but you can definitely pull in. I'll talk about that in a moment. Um, from the Taoist perspective, women lose so much chi or energy through menstruation. And when we stop bleeding, right, we have all of that energy at our disposal to um, self-cultivate and use however we want to use it. But it is um, a practice. We have to really work with it and do the healing and get everything flowing more freely. And again, that's that's like a yoga practice, yeah? So there's that. Um, yeah, and I just, I just feel like there's so much more that women at midlife are hungry for, right? I, I hear all the time women come to me say, yeah, I'm feeling like in a weird way, I'm being put out to pasture, like I'm being told it's the beginning of the end, but there's something in me that says, um, no, like <laughs> I'm just getting started. I've, I, I have so much more I want to do and create. And yeah, and I feel like that's the wild feminine part of us that's kind of, again, kicking up some dust and saying, yeah. And I think there's a part of you, I'm sure, that knows that your erotic power your sensuality, your pleasure, your orgasm have everything to do with that. Like there's a part of you, that wise one inside that knows that, you know, and that's the part I like to speak to. <laughs> that's really important, especially as we enter midlife, because again, this energy is key for us rejuvenating and rebirthing ourselves, right? You've probably heard me say this again before, but from the Taoist perspective, menopause is called second spring. It's about a rebirth right? And we want to use the right tools to rebirth this energy. And now if you're feeling exhausted, gosh, you're in good company. So many women feel tanked. I know I did when I started going through menopause. And I think that's a necessary part of the process, right? It's like this pulling in, almost a cocooning um, that we need to go into the dark in a sense before we emerge, right? And that can be erotic too, just pulling in. I like to say like the the snake coils before she strikes in a sense. So it is that pulling in, getting centered, getting quiet in a sense with your sexual energy, um, making it about you, maybe not even in a partnered practice for a while. I mean, that's the way it went for me. I pulled way in and uh my i was all about solo practice for for a couple of years and then i i was able to replenish and and you know now it's different but um what i'm trying to say here is it's totally normal to to really pull and rejuvenate but you can do that in a way that embraces pleasure and sensuality and i highly recommend that you do because um that's that's going to be the stuff that <laughs> enables you to rebirth and really self-care. Um, self-love is a big, big part of this whole process. So yeah, so how do we get there? Let's see, so many ways. Um, my work is all about this. <laughs> so, But I would say, I'll just start, start with pleasure, right? Just start with um I did a whole podcast episode on this, but those three decisions we need to make, right, to reclaim our pleasure, to heal our sensuality, just get serious about reclaiming your sensuality. And those decisions, again, to review are like, number one, I'm a sensual being, and pleasure is essential. You have to decide that. No one could do it for you. And number two is that 
pleasure is your responsibility. I'm not pointing a finger here. I'm just trying to be emphatic because <laughs> it's important to get that. No one could do it for you. It's your responsibility. And um, that took me a bit to get that, right? That's hard to swallow sometimes if you've been trained to always outsource it. But when we get that, it's so liberating, right? We have to really take our agency back here and self-cultivate, honestly. And we have to make time and space for it. And this, I might be speaking to you, might be like, ah, I don't have any time or space. Um, this is important. And um, if it's important to you, you'll make the time and space. What else can I say? Because it does take that decision to take time for pleasure. Now, this could be micro dosing in, in ways of like, just bringing a little bit more pleasure into your day, just running your fingers through your hair, or taking a moment to do some hip circles, or just, um, you know, just connecting with nature, connecting with beauty, buying yourself fresh flowers, all the things, um, just connecting with the part of you that knows pleasure. I like to call this your inner pleasure queen. I know she's in there. And this is the pathway in, right? Starting to connect with the part of you that knows pleasure and feels pleasure. This is one of the main portals in, I believe. And this is where we can really start the journey, you know? And um, maybe journal on that. Like, who is your inner pleasure queen? How do you connect with her? Um, and what gives you pleasure, sensual pleasure? And uh, definitely worth your time to kind of reflect on that. And I, I offer a, a free session on this if you want to go in and explore your inner pleasure queen. And um, I offer a free session on that. I would love to meet you if, if, uh, if you're interested in doing that too. There's a link for that in the show notes. But um, again, how do we start to really cultivate, again, our multi-orgasmic potential, this amazing orgasmic energy? Of course, we start with sensuality and pleasure. And then there are very structured practices as well that are so powerful if we do it through the lens of pleasure and self-love. And this is where the challenge is in this work is to really shift our mindset, really shift the paradigm in a sense where it's not like you're doing something to you. This is more of an from the inside out process and really infusing these practices like the jade egg or even breast massage with a lot of pleasure, right? And the more that you connect again with that part of you that knows pleasure, your inner pleasure queen, the stronger that part of you gets and the easier it gets to um, start to really cultivate this orgasmic energy I'm talking about and having it build in power so it can really rejuvenate you and support you in your life. So I think I will cap this episode there. Um, yeah. So again, do it, whatever it takes. Maybe as soon as you stop listening to this, what would feel really pleasurable right now for you? And don't be surprised if that question is a little triggering, right? If you're not used to thinking in that way, it might just feel a little bit like jarring. That's totally fine and understandable. But little by little, you know, just add little doses of pleasure and you'll start to feel that part of you come back online. And um, yeah, definitely the first step. <laughs> All right, love, take care. I'll catch you next time. 
thanks so much for tuning in. And if you're resonating with what I'm sharing here on the show, you want to know more, you want to go deeper, you're feeling that zing, then you absolutely must book a free session with me. I offer free pleasure queen activation sessions where I guide you through a body-based process so you can connect with your inner pleasure queen. You'll get an embodied experience of your unique expression of the sacred feminine, get clarity on your top desires, and know from the inside out the right next steps to take on your journey. There's a link for you in the show notes to book that and get that on your calendar. And if you know a woman or women who would resonate with what I'm sharing here on the show, please share the love, pass it along. All right, that's all for now. I'll catch you next time. Thank you.